0: Hello and welcome to the D-Hoop University podcast. This is your host, Daryl Harris, also known as D-Hoopster. We have a new voice on the pod today. We have Shiv on the pod today. We have international basketball on the pod today. And at the top, because we are coming off of the NBA Finals, the draft is not far away at all free agencies not far away at all but this is a unique summer in which we also have the FIBA world cup and that is going to take precedent as the tournament nears but i kind of want to talk about it now because the international element in the room has to be discussed in the nba so we the three of us had a good talk about that and From there on, you know, no front office is safe because we started talking about a lot of hypothetical scenarios that could play out in a few short weeks. So, and I do have an obligatory Golden Knights shout out. So hockey fans, I got you guys for about 90 seconds. Trust and believe. (laughs) As always, guys, thank you for listening. Enjoy the pod. Without further ado, let's talk some hoops. We are getting ready for a good one, that's for sure. And just just so we get this on record, and that way ears catch this part. It's right off the top. I just have to shout out the Golden Knights on winning the Stanley Cup because it's dominated kind of what I, my my work life has been about for the last couple of weeks. The entire city would you know agree with me that it's it's been pretty pretty dope. I just kind of want to share why it's dope, and there's like one funny sports number, and you know there's always those stories, but. The Golden Knights, they, they they debuted right after the one October shooting happened. Their first game was literally less than 10 days after the shooting took place. That season, they had a miracle run. Made it to the Stanley Cup final, lost in five. The mayor still wanted to have a parade because they thought that it meant so much. And everybody was like, no, you don't do that in sports. <laughs> but it was meaningful. And they've been like Vegas's first son, is, is what Terrell said. Like, it's their first kid and nice. there's an attachment here with the city and they won tonight and they had they broke a record for attendance and it was a, a number that had significance and I won't even take it all over there because I just did it in news so it was cool but I wanted to shout them out man it's been dope I'm I've been happy to be a part of it or just witness it take place and we don't talk hockey a whole lot, but hey, I got one ring. I feel like I'm calling, I'm claiming that ring. The Lakers let us down, but <laughs> I'm claiming that one. Shout out the Golden Knights. All right, that's on record. Now we have a nice introduction to uh to class. Somebody uh is is popping their head in class today, and he's a good friend of mine. He is a guy that I've shared courts with. I didn't give this man so many fadeaway jumpers and i'm 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 just joking <laughs> jacob what's good cat, bro, bro. <laughs> what's That's good bro
1: appreciate you know, having man. me on the hoop university man
0: welcome 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 your presence yeah. is welcome and your contributions are appreciated uh let's get right into it man i feel like we never got a chance to talk about the finals yeah. the results of the finals that is on here and we can do that but I kind of want to go somewhere else first. And it, it involves one, Nikola Jokic. And we got Shiv here, too. Will, let me let you talk to him for a little bit, Shiv. Where are you feeling uh, today in, feel like in the NBA landscape?
2: I feel like it's been a minute since we recorded, but you know me. I'm happy the Nuggets won, obviously. um, Jimmy's 0-2 Jimmy's in the finals. I slept beautifully knowing that they got lucky in game seven and they got wiped in five so
0: i think the last time we heard your voice you you were telling you told everybody uh
2: nuggets in five (laughs) i did i did say nuggets in five and it happened it happened the way the 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 exact way i predicted it because as as did drake yeah he uh he he wagered a couple bucks on it he waited he wagered the uh allegedly the monthly rent on it through steak obviously um he's he's a man who seeks thrills the, the thrills in in the Sunday afternoon NBA games. Now I'll throw this question at both of you guys.
0: Who's your? Because I, Chev, I know you watch a lot more Marvel than I do. Who are you guys' favorite villains in comics? If you have one, I don't really have one. I have I have one for the sake of that's why this question came to me. So I'm like, hmm, let's see.
2: Like, who's your favorite villain? I mean Thanos, like the way Josh Brolin like embodied Thanos was pretty crazy. Like it was it was all time. It was all time. Heath Ledger's him. Heath Ledger's Joker is also up there all time. Bane, Tom Hardy, right? That's pretty all time too. Um, I liked Zod, but nobody likes Man of Steel, and I have issues with that. But that's for a separate time. Solid for Man okay. of Steel, also fire. Also great like moral backing to his like qualms and aggression with the world. Okay. I'm going to go with good. those three. I don't know how I rank them or those four. I'm going to go with those four. It's a good list. It's a comprehensive list <laughs> for a guy who's watching
1: Marvel man, DC movie. I'm running with Shave on this one. I I thought Thanos for Marvel, but if it's overall and DC, then for me, it's easily Heath Ledger and Dark Knight. That's a great thing. Like as a Joker, he's like, that's like the, the, that's like the
0: villain, you know? That is, that is the Mm -hmm. villain. I'll interject because that was the answer I was hoping to get. (laughs) That's my answer, but I'm like, literally like level 1.5, like, like superhero comic guy. I like the movies. I do. But uh, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a casual, I'm a super casual, casual. but I'm a, I'm a yay, whatever. So I say Jokic, I say that to say that who is, uh, what, what is Jokic's nickname? The Joker. And I think that a lot of people are late to the party of giving him his credit right now. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool that he earned that, you know, as a great player, you want that recognition but you don't need that but it's nice when it's all right like yo i'm gonna make everybody notice it and i think that very soon he could turn into the top villain in the nba because for one all villains have in common you respect them you respect what they're capable of yeah they're 100 percent nice like if they weren't like it wouldn't be you know serious competition or whatever. And the Joker comparison, I don't have the skills to flesh out. I just made a surface level connection to it that, yo, he really could be a villain. And right now he's getting his flowers that, like I said, he earned. Fast forward a month or two from now and international play is going to ramp up. Yeah, We talked about already before we even got on here about how he lost the, he said he lost the finals MVP trophy. And I see that report and you see him dropping the, you know, half shaking the bottle in the, in the yeah. locker room. You see him in the post conference. I'm watching the the freaking team. Like, yo, is somebody going to cry? Like, yo, it's like, and you see this report now? And I'm like, he doesn't care about the, the NBA. He does. He loves basketball. And he, he, this is his job. Like he loves this, but I am now confident that he is more like focused on his championship and MVP trophy that he would care about is a gold medal over Team US and his horses, and his horses, maybe some yeah. equestrian. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, think bro. that we have a feeble world cup this summer. Let us not take that serious enough. There's several countries out there waiting for us, 100%. several. And, and and I kind of want to talk there more before we get back into the finals because, guys, if 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 Jokic takes over, I think that that is possible, and somebody he's yet to be figured out is where we stand currently in the landscape, right? And
2: it, it could play out on an international scale like we've seen before. I will say this: FIBA is so different from is the paint bigger in FIBA or is it just a visual thing? Cause doesn't it feel like the paint kind of funnels? It, no, it
0: is. Yeah, it is wider. Um, right. And, and, and you can not hit the, the same. Off the rim. There's not quite the same three second rule lane violation. Right. There's a, uh, yeah. There's, Goaltending
1: there's, is allowed to, right?
2: Right. Yeah. So, so I feel like if for the first time, in pace of the Ohio, game is different. Officiating is different. It's completely different. It feels physical, a physical, almost. Yeah. Honestly. Um, I feel like the world kind of smells blood in the water a little bit because when you look at the roster, it could you even make the case that we have no stars on the roster outside of like Anthony Edwards and even then, like you could make the case that Anthony Edwards isn't a star yet. I'll I'll share the uh I'm share the current roster that's announced as of today. Don't let Wally Serbiak see that Tyrese Halliburton's on the roster, by the way. If you know, <laughs> if you, know you know. As of now, confirmed, we have... Man, is crazy, man.
0: Anthony Edwards, Bobby Portis. Oh. Oh. Bobby Portis. <laughs> I'm just going left to <laughs> right. The mayor. The Tyrese, mayor. Halliburton. <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton, <laughs> Mike Halliburton, <Halberges. laughs> Jaron Jackson. Oh. Brandon Ingram
2: dude, and, oh, and Brandon Austin Ingram. Reeves.
0: Oh. yeah, and man. as of today, Walker Kessler that is nine by bod- eight bodies, dude. Gobert is, is about kind to of, look
2: like Wilt Chamberlain out there. I swear <laughs> to god, gobert's about to earn the contract.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though, Anthony Edwards, I think he's a star, bro. Just my opinion, I think he's yeah. up there, I think he's like so fun to watch and he just loves basketball regardless of the money and stuff right kill bridges is nice and the uh, brandon ingram i think those three are like some star power there but the other ones like walker kessler jaron jackson um who's the other person that you named earlier
0: for me halliburton and bridges are perfect fits i, mm. I love that for team usa they're because they're in between guys that just really understand basketball and team players like they they can they can figure out lineups. and then when you just add that, because I agree with you about Anthony Edwards, we all agree on that. Right. That, brother, that brother's special. He he's he has Vince Carter potential in this in this world games to just put Generous. somebody in the ground. You know what I mean? Um, and Ingram is a bucket. You're getting no 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 flag from me. Reeves is a player. Hey, I went to I went to bat for Reeves this whole postseason. And he, you know, he's, he's scrappy. He, he he's is. a guy, he's a guy um but there's a lot of guys in the landscape is very competitive internationally canada for one <laughs> has mad players <laughs> we can talk about france we can talk about australia
2: we can talk about serbia we can talk about greece and so <laughs> like all of those countries Slovenia. so like all of these countries have like a guy though you know what i mean they have like a certified guy a star like, we don't have – and so and so we talked about Tatum over text, right? And my gut feeling is that he's not going to play. And I think it's because of the ankle. Like, I think he's going to be super cautious about it. Did you think he was going to? If he didn't get hurt, and let's say they either won or lost in the finals, probably. He probably – play,
0: Has he played with Team USA already? We're going to have to fact check that.
2: Yes. Yes, yeah, with KD and that whole squad. Yeah. Right. I think right, they have a gold medal. Right. Yeah.
0: Sounds about right. All right. He would have oh, had to nice answer. I, I feel like he would have had to answer the call. And, and since the pandemic, honestly, it, it kind of threw my whole. I can't even remember. Like, I remember the 08 like it's nothing. 12 like it's nothing. They played France still, right? but I, I can barely. Yeah, they did. They, they got the gold. The Olympic team got the gold. They kind of got saved by um, what was it? Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday fresh off the plane, <laughs> fresh off the championship. And that was a weirdly constructed team, but it still has star power. Like you said, it had Damian Lillard, KD Booker. those guys. And I don't think KD was on that team. KD was uh, on the team.
1: Yeah, he was. He was. Just I mean, recently? Most, rec- not, most recently
0: he was. No. I don't know about six. Really? Was he really? I'll take it back. Then. But, yeah, no. You know, we had guys. Yeah. And I think that maybe uh, – shout out to Ryan because I had my guy Ryan. John, we had a long conversation about this, but he mentioned how he was like, I think this could be a strategy. And because if we got, if we go out there and potentially, like, hey, get our bus handed to us, even just get silver or something like that, you know, that can be a wake-up call that, hey, yeah, for when the Olympics come around, we still need you guys. Yeah. Like, we can't lose this collectively. Yeah. And we, we need to be all in on, like, some Team USA shit for real. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, I don't know, man. I, I wanted – I think – because yeah, it's possible. Jokic dude is is incredible.
2: I think we all are aware of that now. And it is a weirdly constructed roster. And is it it's pop that's coaching this team, right? It's not um it's not coach K anymore. Right. What is, is, it, is
0: it actually um
2: Yeah, that, that that's right. Let me fact check that as well. And I feel like Pop might be re- is Pop retiring soon. I don't know, but like he will be. I know there were some rumors like Steve Kerr could be the next yeah. guy in line. Yeah. it's a weirdly constructed roster, man. I don't know. Like, I I like these guys as like pieces on a team with like a guy that's like a dominant guy, but I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess Kurt. it serves as a good opportunity for it's one Kurt of these now. guys, like Anthony Edwards, or a Tyrese Halliburton, or like to an extreme sense, like a Jaron Jackson Jr. to like really step in and like prove that they're a guy. But no, they're great. It's great, it's great opportunity
0: for them for them to get that exposure and you know see what it takes and add that to their game and come back better because of it. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I think this team sounds like it has a lot more defensive upside though, when you think about it and who they have. So I don't know what Pop is going for. If he's going for that strict like you know just pass, pass, pass it, away system.
2: It'll be uh it'll be it'll be Steve Kerr.
0: It'll be Steve mm-hmm. Kerr coaching.
2: Yeah. Interesting,
0: interesting, interesting. I think Mike Cal's a glue guy for this team for sure. And like you said, Jake, you, you get some defensive, you can put some defensive lineups out there. You can because Halliburton yeah. plays passing lanes, the terrific bridges is like he'll take the toughest assignment, he'll be active off the ball you know, I've always felt like he, you see that guy and he's smiling, like, high-fiving his teammates and, like, they're having a good time because they're like, let's go. Like, we're, we're, we're right where we want to be. And Jaren Jackson, the pain, if he can stay out of foul trouble. Bro, but. I can't
1: stand Jaren Jackson, bro. I'm sorry. That. That. <laughs> Give me some blocks, though. You know, four just sats a little bit, add a couple every night that he didn't have. But yeah. Overall, <laughs> I just kind of want to say this real quick, bro. I think and we touched on it but I asked, I actually talked to you about this before, like years ago, right? We were talking about Kevin Love. And you're telling me, like, bro, he's just really good at basketball. Like he doesn't, he's not athletic, he's not great, but he's just really good at basketball. And I think the rest of the world is just getting really good at basketball rapidly. And the US is kind of staying stagnant, whether it's the AU system or whatever it is, and Jokic, Wambanyama wherever you Luka Doncic like whoever you want to add like they're producing real studs because these players are like just really good at the basics and fundamentals and they're growing and growing and growing and we're just kind of doing the same stuff over and over again so it's about time that we lose and who knows if this is the year we lose but it's coming for sure
2: yeah it certainly feels that way and that's actually a really good point my I was talking to somebody this past weekend actually about soccer and why like the difference, the gap between like American soccer and like European soccer is so large. And they were like, it's the infrastructure from like youth soccer onwards. One, it's super expensive, right? AAU is not cheap either, unless you're like a stud when you're growing up. And then you kind of get, you know, you'll get the, hey, just I got a jersey for you. Come play real quick. But like, if you were like a guy like me, like, no, you were paying it a few grand to play you right like you weren't getting minutes like all that stuff so it's like it's not exact it is while it is like a little more prevalent and cheaper to get to those higher competitive levels in america at least you have to be willing to flesh out a little more money and two it just feels like the aau game is so like it's it's like it just feels like it's like a viral it's, internet it's muddy it's, it's real muddy right now i feel you it's weird. Like I'll, I'll be on Twitter and it's like, look at the hottest third grade team in the nation. And it's like, why am I seeing 12 year old basketball highlights on Twitter? Like when we were growing up, it was like, if you got a mixtape, like you were a legend, like seventh, what happened to that guy? He didn't even pan out. But like his mixtape is so imprinted as like a core memory almost. So it's like, I don't know. AAU system's kind of weird because it feels like it just produces these like volume shooter scorer guys well we have to give credit to uh the international players yeah
0: they they different. brought they they brought the swag kind of <laughs> looking more so the coaches at, there do right those guys are teaching them the right things yeah they brought their fair share of creativity to the game and and or to the nba rather and the nba is more leaning into that style but you can't, it's like playing up and down with the Warriors. You don't really like it. If this is our, and it's just interesting because, yeah, you look at these guys, yeah, you're, you're subtracting, you know, if you look at Joel Embiid, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, Giannis, add Wimbenyama to this list in a couple years, and, you know, there's there's more to it, but those are some of the game's best players very best players and then what's funny is you look in it's like our right, where where are our bigs at like what are our bigs doing this might pivot us to the nba finals because we're, i don't know what kind of conversation we're going to have about bam out because i'm gonna keep respect on his name but it and that's just from a big conversation that we're that's why i said that but you look at the you know our homegrown bigs and maybe Chet Holmgren's kind of of that of that mold, but it's not 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 there yet. That, that's not that's in the mate that's in the works. That that's got a lot it's got a lot of cooking to do still. Um, we <laughs> it's like yo, we you know. Thank God we got guys like Booker and freaking you know the Jaws and the Zion's, which we're gonna talk about before we get out of here. But yeah. it's like oh man, we uh actually we might need to have a dialogue we're gonna wait but i have wanted to have this conversation before um you know before that all ramps up because just looking ahead but we let's go back to the finals because i i mentioned how shiv i know you've got feelings on it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hold you back on what you want to say about miami but just before you you bury miami i would just have to (laughs) say like don't forget they're there because they
2: took advantage of Boston. (laughs) I don't know. Did they take advantage of Boston or did they just like sell their soul? Like, honestly, I don't know. (laughs) I actually do not know because the team that you saw in the finals was so far off from the team that played Boston. It it didn't even look like the same team. And I saw a tweet. It was like Jimmy Butler had like five good playoff games and he made y'all forget that he had the most mediocre regular season. If he was that nice, and I'm not saying he's not capable of being that nice. If he was legitimately that nice, why were they Why were they not an eighth seed or higher? If they were this good, if Gabe Vincent and Max Struis and Duncan Robinson could just shoot the lights out in whatever gym they walked into, why were they not a better seed? And it's because they weren't that good all season, which is why their run was so magical, because it was like they literally were not supposed to be here. Like Chicago was up like eight with like two minutes to go. Like they literally weren't supposed to be here, but they finessed. It's like when you, and and we talk about this on FaceTime, it's like when you're in college and it's like your junior year and the semester is just beating you down, you're missing a couple assignments, you got to clutch the final up, and you do, and it raises your grade from like a C to a C plus or a B minus. That's kind of like what Miami did. They just kind of took the Adderall and finessed it at the last minute. And it took them far enough. Until they got up against, like, the guy that studied for the final and aced four out of the four tests and turned in all the quizzes and turned in all the homework and did the extra credit. So the guy going into the final has, like, a 98%. Nothing can really happen to him, right? And so they played well against us. I'm not going to act like they didn't, but at the same time, like, I knew that wasn't representative of who they were as a team because if they were, they would have shown that throughout the regular season, which is why it made Game 7 so frustrating because it was, like, you were getting exposed for three straight games. You looked exactly like you did in the regular season. And if our best player doesn't get hurt because your smart, hard nosed Gabe Vincent tr- doesn't try to take a charge on the first play of the game, Tatum plays and he gives you like 45 because that was the game plan, because that's what he was doing in the last three games before it was game seven. So congrats, they got there. They can hang there. We beat Boston Banner. Um, good luck getting Dame or Kyrie or maybe Ja or maybe Ja going to a little mini rebuild, maybe Ja. Um, but yeah, they can hang their banner. They beat us and they got washed by Denver. And if Tatum was hurt, we probably get washed by Denver too. But we're not going down like that. It, it was too different. It was JV versus varsity, bro. It was bad. It was he's bad. I'm surprised still, he's still a little hurt. The result. Isn't he, Jay? What was that? He's still a little hurt, isn't he, Ja?
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. I just found out you're a Boston fan, first of all. I did yeah. not
2: expect that. I got the uh I got the T B twelve shirt on right now, too. It's kind of crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wanna say though, bro, I
1: I don't think so. I feel like there are some really good regular season teams, but they're not always built for the postseason in contrast, yeah. right? Like Memphis, not really a postseason team. The Atlanta Hawks from years ago, never really a postseason team, always the first seed in the East. Um I gotta give credit to Miami though, because they came, you know, they beat Milwaukee, not easy. New York was on a good run, beat them too. Boston was on a good run, beat them too. You know, I think the Lakers looked you know, terrible against Denver, uh, to say the least. But at right. the same time, I think it's just a testament to how good Denver really was this year. Like, yeah. they were just that good that they weren't going to lose regardless of who they played. And, you know, Jimmy Butler had those comments about like, oh, we're good, he's smiling when they're losing the game and doing whatever.
2: But they were F, bro. Then <laughs> there was no way they were gonna win that series from the well, beginning. Not even to be a hater, but like, did the Bucks not have Giannis?
1: But but I'll tell you what, nobody really watches Denver like that. Like real Hoopers yeah. will watch. No, Denver, that's fair.
2: That's fair. Yeah, but, that's a great. But they're
1: not. They're not getting the same coverage like right. the Lakers. Like they're like not Boston. Getting the same national TV like Philly. Team. Like all yeah, these yeah. teams. So we kind of just write them on there because you know they're a great regular season teams. So you got to <laughs> put them in your rankings for like you know contenders, but. Right. Do you really believe that they're gonna win? I'm like, eh, not really. So yeah. when they came into the postseason, and they were freaking cooking everybody in their way, yeah, you'd be like, oh, Denver is not. Denver is looking pretty good. Denver, yeah. you know, can they beat the Lakers though, right? And then right. they right. beat the Lakers, get to the finals, and they freaking practically almost sweep uh,
2: Miami. Yeah, if the refs didn't. Like- ha- it also it just felt like all series in the finals, like. Miami gets a ton of calls like in in the game that Denver lost like was that not a goaltend that was like clear as day goaltend and then the following possession after the goaltend Jimmy steps on the baseline and it leads to like a Duncan Robinson three and it's like yeah. oh but of course you're not gonna call that right like even though his foot's yeah. cl- the, the baseline ref is staring at his foot if you look at the picture it's crazy it's like a- Eric uh... a- 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 Lewis gets gets flack for betting on Celtics games. But, like, bro, we were watching highway robbery in front of us, and the Nuggets still overcame that.
1: Bro, That's- don't mention Eric Lewis, man.
2: That guy. Oh <laughs> That's my, my boy, God. bro. What are you talking about? That's this my guy. guy. Come on, dog. <laughs> That's my LeBron. guy. No, I've LeBron never seen LeBron, LeBron like
1: dog. that in my life. <laughs> never seen LeBron like that in my life. <laughs> bit down on the <laughs> no.
0: if we're If we're doing the final two-minute review, it's not worth the – play by play of, of of it all to say that Miami was robbed because they were cooked. They they were ready. They were ready to be taken out of the oven already. Yeah. But they terrible. actually, bro, they had that game. Not one, but they had it under control for one throughout the duration of the game. They kept the lead and when Denver would nearly tie it up or so, they give themselves another little cushion until the fourth quarter. And you thought Denver kicked the door down. But Miami still held on a little bit. And Jimmy Butler, when Mark Jackson hit the nail with the hammer about what needed to be said about him, like, all right, bro, I get it. Maybe not – may not be 100%. I'm not going to watch you do this, though. Like, what's up, bro? Like, you're going to do something down the stretch. And maybe he heard that because he hit, like, two threes back-to-back after that. They went down by, I think, as much as seven. And then before you knew it, they were up again. And it was like, this is what they did to freaking Milwaukee. This is what they did to Boston a couple of times. And I was like, I knew they were good for one. This might be happening. Kyle Lowry, I was like, bro, I just, we're, I think we're going to hear from him. Heard from him all game. Like, you know, making just your traditional the Kyle least. Lowry plays. And then. The chicanery, as the I would Kyle describe. Stretch. It. He gets robbed because that was one of the cleanest jump balls that you could have asked for as a guard defending a center in the post. And maybe it was an angle thing in the paint. And you can't see clearly from maybe the hard cam that you're seeing on broadcast, which I saw clear as day in real time. I'm like, Nope, Nope, Nope. That is a jump. He didn't foul him. I thought everything in the last two minutes were reviewable automatically. It was one of the quicker handoffs to a side inbound. And I was like, wait, what? Because Kyle Lowry immediately went like, yo, we're like running back, did the, you know, replay signal to the bench. And they are like, ah, oh, Kyle, like, you're getting like, you know, they got you or whatever. And I'm like, no, that was not a offensive foul. Or that was not a defensive foul. And then Denver scores, takes the lead, never
2: gives it up. Game. So you say, <laughs> you say it might be an angle thing. And to reference my take on the Draymond suspension during the King series, I say it's a reputation thing. It is
0: more. It probably was at the time. More likely, like, likely I'm not than nine, he's flopping.
2: Thing. More likely he's like, than he's flopping. If we're going to be a hundred, like he's not taking those charges at the age that he is. I know he's got a lot of cushioning in the back, but those add up those hits, the wear and tear adds up. So it's like, now they went down. The, the old guys went down swinging. We we never got
0: Isaiah on here to uh to address the jury. We're still working on that, but uh he he was he he was off somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he, a, a, trying to find you know something some solitude somewhere trying else. To find some solitude. <laughs> that is hilarious. But no, then Denver. I feel like they earned the right of the crown going there for a year and, and getting the chance to defend it. They 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 took care of business, man. Shout out to Jamal Murray. Like I said, I was like, "Yo, will somebody cry?" I saw like I saw a baby tear. I, I saw I saw a chuckle. Uh, you know, he had to gather himself before before he spoke. I was like, "Thank you, Jesus." Does somebody care? No, I'm just kidding. There's a lot of guys that you know were do that 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 ring. Shout out to Ish Smith. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to hey. Shout-out to DeAndre got Jordan, you know, Lobby. Shout-out to man. Jeff Green, you know Celtic, what I mean? baby. Shout-out to, you know, those guys. And I kind of – I, I want to hear, Jacob, what you think L.A. should do a little bit. And I want to hear, Shiv, what you kind of want for Boston's offseason, too, because we didn't get that yet, but – the Lakers were a team that, you know, things you know, you feel better when you lose to the champions sometimes. But you look back and it's like if them if they could have got past those guys, you know, they had a chance. And I'm just curious, Jacob, if you think that the guys should keep it together or they need to swing and and where you where you lie on that.
1: I mean, if we're gonna look at what they did at the trade deadline and what they what they got back. Malik Beasley, so they thought they were filling in a hole for shooting, and then they obviously traded Patrick Beverly for like Mo Bamba to get some size down next to AD. Both of those guys practically like didn't play in the postseason, right? So you got to fill those gaps for sure. You got to bring back you can't let Dennis, Uh, you can't let D'Angelo walk for nothing. You got to use his contract somehow to either retain a piece or just kind of plug him in. But you got to figure out somehow to trade Malik Beasley for like Maybe Buddy heals just someone that you can rely on to shoot the ball consistently, and you got to get a reliable five because eighty was eighty was getting killed. He had a great series right against Denver. We're not going to downplay it, but you can't
0: guard Jokic
1: like consistently, then try to go down in the offensive end and try to do your thing. So you got to get him yeah. somebody that can be a body for sure.
0: Yeah, a tag team part. He needs a tag team partner. Loki. he needs a tag team.
1: Rui can't do it. You know, Rui was doing his best on 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 Jokic, but. Yeah. You can't have Ruby on, you know, and, you know, CP, he's old, bro. You know, you know, Chris Paul is, uh, but you need someone that's reliable in the postseason. That's like a basketball mind. Can it be Chris Paul? Who knows if he can stay healthy? Um, You just need one smart playmaker to kind of take the pressure off of Braun on ball, couple shooters and just a body that can kind of like a Dwight, right? Remember the way Dwight played Jokic? in the bubble, just someone that's not willing to do the dirty work and move on. So minor fixes, but crucial late in the, in the postseason. That's what I think.
0: Don't go, don't take a big swing.
1: On who Bradley bills, $50 million contract. Not a chance. There not, not a, chance.
0: a chance, bro. That contract is a
1: negative for anybody that takes it. <laughs> but it's a, it's Washington a is a finesser. It's, but they, they do it so smooth. Like, Oh, they might be willing to, you know, open about a trade. Somebody's like, going to
0: take it. Every, you know, every t- there's not an untradeable contract. We say that every time. So, somebody's the going Knicks to take it who, take who's it. hungry. Yeah. The
1: Heat might take it. The, I don't know. Somebody might take it. But Boston might take it, right? I would actually consider if I'm Boston doing a – if Jalen Brown, he's going to want to – that contract is going to be ridiculous, right? We haven't seen that. But right. Jalen Brown, Bradley Beal, try to squeeze Coos in there somehow, give up something. You know, who knows? But um. Boston kind of lagging too because Gallinari wasn't pick
2: up. I saw a tweet earlier today about it was Celtics Twitter. So these guys are like nutcases, first of all, right? Like on Celtics Twitter, these guys are just ridiculous. Uh, you can tell they're just like local homers, right? Like mom and dad got like the union job type thing, mm. you know. And uh, this guy had tweeted out he was like, "If you hate Jalen Brown turning the ball over, I have some Brad, I have some bad news about Br- Bradley Beal." And if you hate Jalen Brown's off-ball defense, I have some even worse news about Bradley Beal. And I honestly think Jalen Brown and Bradley Beal can be on the same level, if not Jalen can exceed him because of his two-way potential. We have to remember Jalen Brown's only twenty-seven. I think Bradley Beal is in his thirties, or he might be um, like at yeah. the tail end of his twenties. But yeah, and I, and her, I get about like, thirty. Him and Tatum have a friendship, St. Louis, go Cardinals, Albert Pujols. Like I, I get it. You know what I mean? But I personally, I I think Albert Pujols. the the biggest thing for Boston in the offseason is get healthy. Derek White surgery, Jason Tatum ankle, Grant Williams, arm surgery, and Malcolm Brogdon with like the whole shooting arm tendon thing. Um so the first priority obviously is get healthy. The second thing, and they there, I think they're small things. My my I think I have one. Ideal free agent signing, and that's Seth Curry. I think Seth Curry can handle the ball, space the floor. And so when the team does try to run a zone again and you stick Tatum in the middle instead of Robert Williams or Al Horford, you have Seth Curry in one of the corners, kind of waiting on the opposite corner of whichever side the floor gets overloaded to. So that's like a dream free agent scenario. Does it work financially under the new CBA? I doubt it. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be a lot of teams interested in Seth Curry. So I don't expect him to settle for less. And I think that my ideal wish list offseason trade acquisition thing is believe it or not, Kyle Kuzma. I actually think Kyle Kuzma off the bench for the Celtics with a guy like Derek White and Robert Williams running the floor, and ideally Grant Williams, um, probably have to give him up in 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 that sort of scenario, along with Brogdon and some picks, but I would be willing to overpay for Kyle Kuzma if we could fit him in with whatever contract he's on right now. Um, another, another Laker. And uh, I was just about to say that going back to um, what Jacob was saying, like, doesn't it kind of feel like Kyle Kuzma would be like, the missing piece for this Lakers team right now? Three and D he, he
0: He's been added to my list and I'll throw in a nugget that I forgot to mention about that went along with the finals and it was that you look at the past couple of champions, the different, the piece that they have on their team that shows itself to be pretty much the deal breaker or the X factor in the series is the two way wing, which, you know, sounds like the, one of the easier positions to fill, but who's small forward, whose guys at the three are really dynamic as well. Because, yeah. you know, the league has been focused on the guards, and now we have these insane, you know, centers and 6'10 and 11 and, you know, freak athlete to go along with the guys that the league is catered around. And it's like, who has the fix for the Warriors last year was Andrew Wiggins. The fact that, like we said, when I was talking about the Lakers and the Nuggets in their series, I was like, all right, if Michael Porter Jr. is a problem, we have a problem. Yep. If he's not ready to be a problem, then we, we might catch him, but he he was enough, but it's like, all right, we've got, you know, it was the combination of him and Aaron Gordon, where it's like, all right, yeah, we've got hybrid wings that are actually good and are out there playing right now, and along with, you know, a point guard or a backcourt guy who's incredible and a frontcourt guy who's incredible or either one. So Kuz is not the you know, he's the incredible one, but he was for one, he's he was a part of that championship team and he contributed to that championship team and is of that fashion of, yeah, he's our swing who can also penetrate and like do the simple things in a game when we just can't get being a funk for too long. It's like, all right, can one of you big guys like go get a layup? Yeah. Or like a, a little put a put back or something. Oh, and and you can give me a jumper. Let's go. Like you so can't you leave. Get you can't, off you can't play ahead. with this right now. So yeah. Kuz is a glue guy, which means that he's probably getting paid this summer.
2: Yeah. Well, he's not a free agent, right? He he can only be acquired by a trade. Didn't or whenever he's due
0: again. So I think right whenever now, he's due again, he's getting paid. Right, but when if he's up for grabs, which I think he is, is he not? He's a he has a player option. Am, am I wrong? But teams are going after him. I and, thought he
1: was a free agent, but you might be right, Shiv. I thought, I thought, I Kuzo don't know if there, he is.
0: There's one of so two years left on the contract that he signed at a very reasonable ten to thirteen million a year, which right. will be probably closer to twenty on his next <laughs> re-up because yeah. guys are going to bid. Teams are going to bid on this guy. Yeah, for sure. They this actually. They actually don't come around too often and nope. not, not saying that about coups, but the right, cause that's people are going to think we're going crazy on coups. We're not, but we're saying that the, you know, that's why OG Ananobi was going to get multiple first round draft picks if he was moved at the deadline and Toronto didn't for that reason. But that list is pretty thin after you get yeah. through the top swings, the Jason Tatums, the guys like LeBron, they're still there. Katie, All George. Cool. Paul George, Kawhi. You know, once you're not talking about them anymore, you need somebody. Yeah. By the end of the year, it's like, all right, hey, can you play defense on this guy at least and like do a little bit of make him work? So yeah. He's a good target. I, I don't think the Lakers are going to be able to pull that off. I would love it. But,
2: um, what, what, it's well, I think the, the thing with the Lakers is the obvious upgrade that's needed is is a point guard. I think Dennis Schroeder is an excellent backup point guard. Like the year mm-hmm. he won six man of the year in Oklahoma City, I think that was like what six years ago, five years ago. Um he was backup to Russell Russell Westbrook. I was about to say Russell Wilson, who by the way, Jamal Murray didn't acknowledge because he stunk it up last year. But he got my boy Jerry Judy some clout, so I'm cool with it. Um, but I feel like if the Lakers could just go get like a point guard, that's not old. I'm not saying Dennis Schroeder is a bad option. I think he played pretty well, all things considered, in the postseason. And D'Angelo Russell really kept him afloat at critical junctures against Memphis, but those aren't reliable like that you need a guy it. that's gonna play throughout the regular season and develop that chemistry and that knowledge of everybody's game and tendencies, and I just feel like they need a, a a more dynamic point guard that can stay healthy, and I don't know who that is. I don't know how you get him.
0: Do we need? Do we need
2: Kyrie? Jacob.
0: So
1: so, of course. Like I was telling Daryl, I would love Kyrie on the Lakers. The reason why I like kind of left him out before was I don't know if it really can happen logistically. So I don't know if the Lakers are willing to give up one of Rui or Austin Reeves to kind of make the finances work. But, like, it's a no-brainer if you can get Kyrie. I don't think D'Angelo Russell was ever in the long-term plans of the Lakers anyway. It was just kind of like that filler contract when Brooklyn did that sign-and-trade with Golden State, so they got something in return for KD. Deadline Um, deal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just so you don't let, you know, dead money walk away getting no talent back so you hope d'angelo maybe you don't you just keep d'angelo on a, like a team friendly deal you let him shine in the you know during the regular season and you try to flip him at some point for someone that becomes available
0: man who he, knows he, but um he was a max guy on his last contract that's kind of crazy
1: yeah he's oh my bro he's getting paid right and yeah. minnesota really took the bait and got rid of wiggins prize <laughs>
0: Yeah, was has, it, he Kings? has thirty. He has thirty-one coming off the books this year. <laughs> he was he was signed to a nice one, uh, and yeah. honestly, if there's if somebody wants to like like I said, if so, if if you if you can get that, then you can get that back. Then go get that back. <laughs> we'll we'll, yeah. we'll gladly kind of fill fill somebody else in over here. I think Chris but to be honest, Paul pro- Ballett- Kyrie is probably happening, bro. I think what's what's good though. I mean,
1: there's other point guards on the market. Like, I think Terry Rozier is someone that could very easily be moved, especially when you have Scoot Henderson on the block and all these players. Like,
0: Terry's nice. You know, Terry's Terry could nice.
1: be on the move. I think, I think someone else, not necessarily a point guard, but I think Chris Middleton is someone that, you know, could be on the move. Um, Milwaukee has to, shake it, they to they shake, it shake it up. They have to shake it up. Who sh- knows what happens? Who knows what happens with the Clippers, right? Uh, who, who knows if Paul George is someone that might be on the move? Like, I doubt it, but. There's yeah, going to be man. some sneaky players that kind of come on the move. You got, you know, Jeremy Grant's a free agent. Josh Hart's a free agent. Like, these aren't, like, main guys. but These are these pieces that can kind of – like, if you put Jeremy Grant on Boston, I would love that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would love that so much. That would be really agent. nice. Um, Josh Hart, like – Yeah, like, just the, these players that Green D play right. really hard. Can hit an open three if they need –
2: um just good basketball yeah. IQ in general just like dynamic yeah. guys yeah. LeBron thrives off that he thrives off guys that are two-way players like you look at the Miami Heat teams they had so many two-way guys like you know <laughs> my the first name that comes to mind is Shane Battier even though he was old but like three and D two-way player like oh my god what a surprise he thrived with LeBron and Wade who could drive and kick and cause so much attention that Required so much attention on, on, on the offensive side of things that these guys were just freeing up. So yeah, I mean, geez, I, isn't Jeremy Grant on a massive contract, too. No, like he wasn't. He wasn't. Was, I thought was, Portland hated him for some reason. No, he years. signed with
1: Detroit when he was traded, but oh, he uh, it was, he four, years, it was four years
0: eighty. It was it was twenty it was twenty million years, right? right. Mil year. right. Man reasonable. Um
2: back man, then it was a lot,
0: I feel like it was fair, it was above the <laughs> mid level. Um, but, yeah, a market where, yeah, it was balanced to where he was getting that and Coos was getting less than that, yeah. like around 14. But that kind of – as, Jake, you were listing, you know, just some of those pieces and players that are available. I I, I guess these are just the other two knuckleheads that I want to mention on the pod
1: mm. before Glad. we
0: get out of here too because, oh, man. When have we seen guys – how many – there's been a couple. D'Angelo Russell got kicked off the Lakers for what happened with with Nick Young. And when push came to shove of whether or not they wanted to rebuild, they're like, yeah, let's get him out of here. And he screwed up. But how – like, guys don't get kicked off of teams too often. And I think we might have two that were the top two picks of their own draft class in, in Zion and John Morant. And mentioning it now, it's just like, all right, well, no, that's stupid because what team is going to send away that much marketable money (laughs) and and, and who those players are and what they mean to their cities and all of that. But I think both situations are getting really bad. And it's like, all right, bro, look, if I'm Memphis – I didn't sign up to take the season off because Ja's is going to lose however many games he is. If we're also Memphis, how do we kind of embrace him coming back if there's a negative tone around what's every everything that's going on? And with Zion, it's just gotten weird. Hmm. O- along with the with the health uncertainties and just like indefinite timetable, both teams can be like, "All right, look, we can get at least you know equivalent we can get pennies on the dollar for what we're giving away right now and we might still be selling short and call us crazy for giving away generational talents but i can tell you what you're going to get compensated in return if if you're marketing if you're offering zion or ja and in conferences where we see teams make like sacramento make impressive leaps you know it's up for grabs if you put these talented players together correctly and. Memphis, you should have lost and saw that you needed something. Maybe just to get off a job and you go stack some incredible assets and you build a culture that's different. Or if you're New Orleans, the culture's kind of straight and they don't need Zion. So it's like, why don't we get this guy, Some put this situation on somebody else, and we can be a four seed if we play our cards right. And you know what I'm saying? Have – they still have like seven guys under 24 that are nice. It's like, dude, you don't have to be handcuffed to these guys.
2: If it's, I don't know, man. Am I crazy? No, not at all. I don't think you are at all. I, as soon. So I, I can't, I feel like it's hard for me to comment on the jaw situation just because Adam silver hasn't dropped the album yet, but like he's, he's, he's got, he's got the press tour. He's got the merch. He's like teasing the snippets on, on his Instagram story. Um, we're but with Zion, to... dude, one this chick is flaming him on Twitter. I think for the last like two days, when I get bored at work, I like I see a tweet about it. I'm like, let me go check her Twitter page to see like what she's tweeting about. Dude, three days nonstop, and now apparently there's like another girl. So it, I and and hey, I get it, cause like we we were young and we were single and if we came into a lot of money being really good at basketball who knows what doors no, or I, I think I think 22
0: specifically is job ja, I think Jaws also 22 yeah I think 22 as a guy and I can only speak on what I know transformation but we've seen uh, yeah 22 is a humbling year very much for whatever so. reason for whatever wherever you are I kind of I feel like you know but over the course of that year, and these brothers feeling it right now, I'm not going to <laughs> hold anybody to to, to the fire because they're you know they're they're just trying work, to figure it know. out. They're not, like... they're not doing anything criminal or anything exactly. that it, you yeah. know that we're not that we need to amplify or put it back in That's what I don't like about I, I'm not liking I, I'm not going to do it right now. And I know the jokes are cool. It's not really cool how they doing Zion though. Like it's no, it's not. not really it's, that's not really straight bro you know what i mean and i, I i'm not gonna
2: i'm not gonna unleash have the, you have <laughs> you seen that little snippet the of, of, have you have you seen that video snippet i think like brandon ingram and zion weren't dressed for a game they were hurt and they're sitting on the bench in the yeah, pelican yeah. close game and it like pans over the bench and there's like <laughs> four women that you know <laughs> may or may not offend zion i've
0: seen this one. <laughs> Oh
2: my god it is so funny and it's like now we know exactly what was going on or like that little snippet of zion where it's like oh one of my favorite places to play is dallas and B. is like why do you like dallas z i love
0: that one i love that one yeah, yeah. He's,
2: he's just a kid he's just a kid at the end of the day and it feels weird to say he's a kid me being 26 still thinking i'm a kid but like He's just a kid. Um, and so is Jaw. So it's
0: I, I like even just throwing this stuff at, at the wall right now because the offseason gets really unpredictable. And yeah. the, the Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Summer, nobody saw that coming. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's been as big like the Katie swerve, nobody saw coming. I, I don't think we've had one of those. I mean, the the Brooklyn era, I'm not even putting respect on because it was just a failed it was just a fiasco it was just something where like it's a trivia question if you can remember those guys like down the line or like what they did or what that was like um but hey this stuff is not far from the realm of possibility and a month from now you know guys
2: are going to be in like, on new teams yeah, real. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no star stud free agents. So a lot of like, I think people in in NBA media have been speculating that like this is going to be a trade heavy summer. And who knows? It might be good for the league. In all honesty, it's going, I think it's, I think we're going to get fireworks very soon. Yeah. I think we're. Gonna, I think the draft is going
0: to, because yeah. Then there's the reports to further substantiate that today that um the Pelicans are looking to move up in the draft aggressively and that one of my reasons why I think this, like I said, this drunk is draft. Wow. I'll add that. Like I said, this draft is drunk. It, there will be some moves made. New Orleans just, you know, this kind of just giving off like an NFL draft kind of a vibe. I don't know why, but uh, like teams are announcing that they're, you know, trying to move up and there's teams that we don't know. And, what they're gonna do, like Dallas, we don't know where Dallas stands at ten, right? And whether they're in the trade up, trade down business, um, and yeah, New Orleans said they would be. Maybe I don't know. They're they're if you looking at Zion and Ja for that matter. There's not many. Zion's more open ended. He just needs to. I don't know. He might need a fresh, you know, tra- training department to to try their their magic with him and see what they can do and get out of New Orleans. But I feel like Ja can't go to many places. He's got to go to places where, I India. don't know, <laughs> Miami, we know that Miami's going to swing on somebody. They're going to yeah. take a good swing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Miami. They'll probably get guys to sign for the low as well. Yeah. I mean,
1: John needs a Detroit, bro. He needs a Monty Williams just kind of talking to him every day, holding him down, someone, someone like that. Um, Zion. And, and sorry, I just want to say this real quick before we move on, that their situations are completely different. Zion and Jaw, they should not be compared. Zion is getting outed for something that I'm pretty sure more than half the league is doing already, right? Like in right. all honesty, he's just like yeah, like some some he's just lady on the saw grill. Me That
0: he's just on the grill, right? Now. Yeah, yeah.
1: He just didn't, you know, one girl he didn't let sign a non-disclosure whatever agreement, and she's out here talking wild, but you know. That's not a big deal. His health is the issue, right? So you're not moving Zion because of one girl on, Inst- on Twitter that's like an ex, you know, adult uh, film <laughs> actress, whatever you want to call it, is talking, you know, dirty about him. It's because he can't stay healthy. And you want to maximize some return on him while you can, right? So who knows, right? I think Charlotte, yeah. Lamelo, right? and yeah, like Portland, somehow they get Dame. For Zion, that'd be kind of cool, right? Zion, young talent. Portland with Bi and those guys, uh, or Charlotte Scoot Henderson to New Orleans, which they have been interested in. You get rid of Zion with Lamelo, you get some sort of return on that. Like there's options, and I think like it's really considerable that he will be moved. Uh, but yeah, I just want to throw that out there before you yeah. hit on that next point.
2: I think that's right. I Actually, I'm glad you said that because I didn't even think about that until you said it. The situations are completely different. Um, I think one perception wise looks a little more serious than the other. And we don't know all the details with one. And we only know kind of half the details through some woman's Twitter. So yeah, with Zion's, it's just like comedic. It's like, ah, man, like we've all been there. We've all had the girl that yeah. dumps our dirty laundry to the friend group and now you look like the trash dude who didn't care about her when that wasn't true right so that's <laughs> kind of what zion's going through but with, with what Jaw's is going through it feels a little more serious because you hear stories of adam silver being like i don't know if his behavior can be changed and then you hear stories of prominent celebrities who have nurtured talent like guys like lil wayne reaching out trying to mentor him like hey let me mm-hmm. Be a positive voice in your ear. I have literally taken people at your age to very high levels of success, not even in their just profession, but like in the business world as well. And so his camp never responds allegedly. So it's like, what's going on there? Where's his head at? Um. So, yeah, yeah no, I just, I just wanted to highlight that. I think that was a great yeah. point. Yeah, he's a Is ahead, Adam Silver man. too he's weak? Just... Yes.
1: Because I'm telling you, oh, no. David Stern, this would not fly, bro. <laughs> Carmelo, Allen Iverson, like he's talking about, I know where you live, the feds, this, that. And I feel like Adam Silver is too, he he kind of just wants to be not buddy-buddy with the players, but it's a more of a player's league today than it was like 10, 15, 20 years ago. And what is he going to do? Like Davis Stern would not have tolerated this one bit. Like he would have been out the league for the year. And that would have been it, but I feel like he's just kind of afraid to upset people in the, you know, the Players Association and the repercussions it would have on future, you know, uh, CBA negotiations right. and whatever it is. But I don't know. I just I just want to throw that out there. I think yeah, no, no, no. I don't know. I don't think Adam the... Silver
0: is uh, tough enough, bro. This I agree the, with that. This I this era I... right now, we're we're living in the era, so we'll kind of have to compare it to something eventually. Once it's but over, that's. Ah, that's my other. Now that this is that, I'm glad that you threw that out there because there was a lot to get to. And I feel like we kind of, we, we, we checked a lot of boxes. But I, I just thought of this one now too. Yeah, nah, bro. Um, something's got I, I want, I want playoff basketball where people get actually mad at each other, like a little bit though, still. Like I want somebody to shove somebody. And, the game is getting away from that, not for the wrong, like not for the wrong reasons, but there it's an element that still is kind of missing. I, I don't know, man, where I where I really wanted to go with that one, but there uh, there was a a toughness or a physicality that even I was kind of missing this year. Like somebody show me something, you know what I mean? And maybe that's just because the the series never we never we didn't get a series that was just like that
2: stamped this this postseason the way it kind of went down but the players the league is so young nowadays i feel like i've talked about that on a few episodes where i'm like the league is just so young and there's no there's no like ingrained veterans to be like nah like this isn't your boy on instagram right now like this is Your enemy. This is like you're a hunter. You need to go after him. Like, you don't have Charlie Villanueva in Cade Cunningham's ear, like preaching about Detroit basketball, right? Like, toughness, grit, no friends. You know what I mean? Like, they're these guys are all they they grow up playing AAU from third grade together. And so they're all buddy, buddy, you know, like hang out, Instagram story, Snapchat, TikTok, right? Like, like, and I know that sounds old head of me, but like, it's just true. It's had it's it takes away from that like i don't know what the right word to describe it is but it takes away from that i guess like aggressive mentality like, um, that like it, even the early 2000s used to have like guys didn't like each other that's what made it so fun to watch that's why you got like a, it, it, even if not
0: fantasy. it was just it was just more territorial yeah
2: like, that's a great way to describe when it territorial came in there
0: like nah you didn't you're not doing my team any kind of way
2: but it's hard right. to be territorial in the era of player mobility. It's a lot. I mean, of a was lot Grant of Williams
1: and Jimmy Butler not enough for you, bro? That's the thing. It
0: wasn't. It <laughs> was Dylan was Brooks it. and
1: LeBron not enough for you, bro?
0: It wasn't, bro. <laughs> no, we needed more. <laughs> oh. That's exactly what it is like. And I'm just mad that we saw this old ass LeBron on his way out, <laughs> bro. You the bucket, dog. Like and he still was nice, and the injury bail isn't there, bro. I I can rest in my heart of hearts, thinking that he, you know, was partially hampered as well, and it, it might be going like different, this, bro. But He's bro, like that brother, man, he gets still play. Layups. But the team—that's why I know we need a third, bro. We definitely need a third, and and Kyrie, not even just to keep circling back to it. Maybe I am, maybe I am hoping for it, bro, because we've seen the magic already. And you just telling me that Anthony Davis is going to pick up for LeBron slack. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he got me bro.
2: <laughs> Maybe the Lakers move off AD this summer. I don't think so. I don't think I don't so. I think
0: they need to. The, yeah. You don't need to yet because like the, our team USA big talk, there ain't many of those guys in the league. Like we still can use a, a, a great big, like you you need, you, that's a domino. That's how they won a championship. It was a team that had size. You're right. I how much of LeBron's
1: postseason performance was him aging versus it just being his ankle was bad? Because I I had to cope because you know I don't I was never really a LeBron fan, mm-hmm. Laker fan of course. So I was like you know anytime LeBron is great I'm like all right good like he's supposed to, you know he's LeBron he's supposed to play well. But when he spoop I'm like man what the hell is he doing bro? Like he's on his butt he's on the Lakers he's supposed to be amazing and we have all this hype and we trade away draft picks for LeBron and he may can't make a layup. But his ankle was hurt right so. Maybe he just needs to get healthy in the, you know, during the off season, make a couple of adjustments and come back and get stronger. You know? They
0: they've somehow they're the team that, you know, the 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 heat kind of fell harder by making it to the finals, but they're the team that like really pulled, you know, a rabbit out of their butt at the end of the semester and like whipped out like a B plus yeah. when they were like doing bad, bad the entire time, yeah. because the way they can, the, if they weren't in a situation where they were already sinking by the all-star break and by mid season and had to go into must win mode sent from January. That's what added to the stress that, added, you know, onto this body and the entire team, not figuring it out until they did along the way but not having enough to make the finals championship run because they weren't deep enough, you know, able to just withstand enough. And yeah, he, he, I think he was, I think it was a good 30%. Like he he was, it was a good, like we didn't get the, the perfect play in my head is remember he got that steal and at the end of one of those nuggets games and he went in the corner and kind of punk fake drove, drove to the basket. They had a chance to stay alive and you see this reverse layup and it's like, all right, well, LeBron doesn't really lay those up. If he can't like, yeah, he looked like he didn't know what to do right there. And that's at the end of the postseason push It is what it is. They got cooked, but yeah, they, they need pieces to just kind of reinforce what they have. So you can manage correctly. And the ship isn't sinking by January. Uh, it's not. It's not a recipe to make the conference finals. I feel that. like that was a would a very lost eight. in the first
1: round. If we play Denver, like I think, I think it's a game of you know they they did pull a bunny out of whatever, like you said, like and
0: they got a <laughs> B, <got> B
1: plus. <laughs> yeah. but, no, like, they,
0: that's right. That's right. Because what they went seven two instead of eight one.
1: Yeah, like if they went eight one, you're losing Denver first round. Everyone's talking about the Lakers season as like, <laughs> yeah, whatever, right? But, but like, you know, you play a Memphis team that is struggling, obviously, and that whole jaw situation is playing on them. Did you play Golden State, which you know they're not the same team that they were two years ago. Last year, you know, they won, but nobody really expected.
0: You think, it this you think year. Denver? You guys both think Denver would have beat Golden State?
2: Yes,
1: hundred
0: percent.
2: Yes, even though I, I that match the win, I think Denver would have beaten them. Yeah, Denver wasn't losing this year, bro. You think Denver would have beat them in what? Six? Six? Stop it. I think Steph gets them too because Steph, like, when Steph gets hot, like, no one can guard him. Like, no one can guard him. It's, we, I've seen it too many times. He's done it. I wish we,
0: I wish we would have gotten that maybe, but, uh, they got the team. They beat the team that beat them. So, yeah, they they proved it. They, they proved it, bro.
2: It's no disputing it. I think the, uh, Maybe. The statement that you said earlier about how it's just like there's there's a couple pieces like is, is a very uh it's very poignant because I feel like this whole like episode has just been talking about like pieces to the puzzle for like Team USA piece to the puzzle for like our favorite teams like pieces to the puzzle of the mystery of like Jaw and Zion so it's like yeah like it's <laughs>
0: Trying to put I, the puzzle together. It's a great, it's a great stamp in where we are right now because I'm I kid you we all know this, how the offseason gets. In three weeks, it's gonna be <laughs> am. in three weeks, we'll have the draft in the books. We'll have the starter free agency in the books, and we'll you know be on the cusp of summer league, and some trades will go down and we'll uh see if we nailed anything. You know, along the way, but it, it's it's interesting. I, I won't, I won't, uh, I won't hold you brothers much longer. That was a thing that, that was what we wanted to do. We got a new voice on the pod, and that that's a that's a good feeling.
1: Appreciate you guys, man. Have me on. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I I think um, I think there's gonna be one name that's gonna be moves that we haven't mentioned, and that nobody is expecting. Oh, I think we you just gotta wait and see. That's for I lives. Think...
0: Oh. I, okay, that's 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 your that's your statement. I thought you were about to drop another. I was like, wait, why didn't you mention it?
1: No, no, no. That, that's just my little cliffhanger because, uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's how I want to leave, like my last uh, kind of word on the pod. But I know. think there's gonna be one move that's huge, whether it's Paul George, whether it's Middleton, whether it's like Zion, somebody just huge. I mean, these are kind of expected, but. And I think once one domino kind of goes down, then everything is gonna flip, right? If Kyrie goes to Miami or if Dame goes to Miami, Kyle Lori's getting moved. Everybody's gonna be kind of revolving around these different yeah. doors. So no, it's there's gonna, gonna, gonna be, a... be
0: some some wheeling and dealing. Yes, sir. I'm this excited when, for it. This is when teams get the froggiest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right then, fellas. Uh, that was a good one. We will uh be uh back at you on this on this platform soon enough don't forget to like and follow us on whatever platform you're listening to we appreciate you for listening as always and uh that's all folks till next time peace